man. Look at us. See, normally, on a restaurant, oh, hi, everybody. Uh, on a restaurant Tuesday, we have a restaurant come in, and we talk about what's going on, what they're doing. This time, we delivered, and the brand new Sugar Fire in Florissant is where we are. 1290 North Highway 67, that's Lindbergh, in Florissant. And here we sit for three hours. And you're wearing a white jacket. We talked about this. I know we did. I know we did. I didn't plan on wearing my coat the entire time. So I I wore a pink sweater so that if we did have any barbecue spillage, then... You know, it would kind of blend in with my with my attire. Oh, there's that. Well, the Burnans just arrived, so good night, everybody. Yeah, let's play some bunch of commercials. No. A lot of stuff to get to. The Emmys last night, and we have a correspondent from Extra who was on to cop it, has some thoughts about last night. Did you watch any of that? I watched some of that. I watched Monday Night Football, and I watched the caucus. I mean, I was like, oh crazy remote person last night just all over the place i gotta say the emmys were mildly entertaining i agree and when jennifer coolidge spoiler alert won that just overjoyed me because i love her i just do it was great a lot of football thankfully martin's gonna pop in uh, and chat with us about everything that went down i won't go into any specifics because of someone else on the show that you haven't heard from yet. Um, Dan Warren talks tech. We got that for you. Johnny Londoff, since he's in the neighborhood and there's food here, connect those dots. Uh, And Mayor Lowry, the mayor of Florissant, will be here. So that and some of the Sugar Fire folks, uh, the four or five women that own this one, and along with that, we're expecting founder Michael Johnson, Charlie Downs is going to be floating around here some way. Carolyn Downs, who's uh, responsible for all the delectable desserts and the sugar fire pie in Olivet. So, busy. Busy day. Busy show. A lot going on. You kind of touched upon what you've been doing, Maxie. Even though you're not in front of me, you can still tell me where you've been, what's happening. Oh, just trying to stay warm. You know, obviously watch the ball game on Peacock. I thought that the Peacock presentation for all of the ire that they drew from people who didn't have a subscription was actually really good. I thought that uh, the Talking Heads did a pretty decent job. And the coolest thing was they presented what they called a commercial-free fourth quarter. And, of course, they still had cutaways to say, hey, subscribe to Peacock. But it did seem to move a lot faster in that fourth quarter. So I thought, uh, again, I thought Peacock did a really good job. Apparently, it was the most streamed event in Peacock's history, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, and I know there's going to be a lot of people that just forgot to cancel over the weekend. So I guess that, I know you're reminding them. Though. Yeah, I am. I, although you could also keep it. I have it. It's like 30 bucks a year. It's not that bad. Uh, you know, the ball game. it's too bad that the Dolphins lost, but it'll be interesting to see how much further the Chiefs can go because I kind of don't think they're going to be going a lot further than they just did. So I don't know. But no, uh, no ill will. No, no, of course not. Not, no. not at all. Um, and my wife now, like son John, inexplicably has become a diehard Cowboys person. I love the Cowboys. That was awful. But she's screaming at the TV and yelling. And you'd think 
you know, her dad owned the team or something. Oh, wouldn't that I'm be like, nice? You didn't even know what city they were in last year. Well, now she's been to a game, so she's got the vibe. That's it. And just going to that Jerry's house, that stadium, it really is an experience in and of itself. I had a, a thought that maybe Max decided at the last minute to drive to Kansas City and to go to the game. I yeah. thought about but, it. I was actually talking with my cousin because he was thinking about it because the tickets – I think the cheapest ticket we found, it was day of, it was like $29. And so we did, we we were having a text conversation about maybe doing it. And, of course, I'm so happy I didn't because, you know, Tyreek Hill scored the touchdown and that was it for the entire game. So I'm really Mm -hmm. happy that uh, we didn't go. I, I am shocked that the Cowboys are out. I did not see that coming. I'm not shocked that the Steelers are out. Everybody saw that coming. So, yeah. Did you see it coming that I almost predicted the score? No, no. Did, did you? Really? Uh-huh. If you roll the tape from last Friday, I said that I thought the Chiefs would win 27-3. to That's pretty close. It's a I, lot closer than Vegas. Yeah, but, I mean, I have to rely on my, uh, on my memory that you made that. Uh, I, no, I did. I know I did. I'm going to have to believe you because I got nothing. Mm-hmm. Eight four one two six. That's our Michael's Bath text line. If you want to chime in, you got something to say? We want to hear it. We are the talk of St. Louis. Eight four one two six. Yeah, maybe uh, this week, Friday, for know the show, um, make one of the questions. What did Julie think the score was going to be? Or how about who out of the three Carney Show players predicted the score? closest to the actual score i believe there was a bet going on there was i think you owe me thousands of dollars carney yeah we're gonna have to listen to the tape because <laughs> now now you're throwing money into the deal so mm. i i uh was having a cooking frenzy so i was going nuts in the kitchen because I, I don't cook for a couple weeks and then i'm like oh i gotta make something so i made like four dishes yesterday uh and that went well. That was fun. That warms my heart. And trying to stay warm has been the biggest challenge. It really is. And you know, of all. What, yeah. over the weekend, I rediscovered um, my, my heating pad. And I know this is so old lady, but here it is. I love, just take out your heating pad, dust it off, and plug that bad boy in. Just put it in your bed. It is so helpful. And then I woke up this morning with an iPhone that said, temperature, hot. I can't yeah. believe that you're because bringing I, this up, Julie Buck. I cannot believe this because just yesterday, my wife came running in the room, very excited. Her face was all lit up, and she said, I found it. And I, I said, but what? Like a winning lottery ticket? Like, well, you know, she says, our electric blanket. And, oh, and yeah, I, I have one of those, too. I didn't even know that we had one, so she plugs it in. She was happier than I've seen her in a, a long time. Oh, I got to get that out, too. But I'm telling you, so my phone was literally on fire. I accidentally, in my sleep, knocked it over, and it was sitting on my heating pad. Yeah. And so it was melting. Like, my case was almost at melt. My phone said temperature, like, distress with yeah. a little thermometer. And so I 
took it apart and cooled it off. I mean, it was easy. The, the cool down part you was simple. You took the phone apart? I took the, well, I took the case off and oh. set it. I didn't take it. No. <laughs> I was really impressed for a second. Yeah, I took it. I, I took, I put the Farfig Nugans back and I put the charger back and I reinstalled it and got it all ready to go. Oh, the Farfig Nugans. Uh, and then I also discovered another Julie Buck tip. Take your socks or whatever clothes you have and just set them on a hot heating pad. Just keep the heating pad on. And when you put your clothes on, oh, my gosh, it is a game changer. It's very warm. I keep, I'm just, just I a keep, tip. Not to one up here, but I keep two heating pads next to my bed. All the time. <laughs> Always. But now I have an electric blanket, which serves as a giant heating pad. Well, that's, like, too hot, though. Like, I just need, like, the little yeah. pocket of hot. I uh, Pocket of hot on the board? Yep, I like it. Pocket of hot. Look at that. Opening segment. We uh, we scored, so let us take a moment to congratulate ourselves. Yay! Touchdown, Carney um, Show. So we're going to chat with folks, and those burnouts are just sitting there. I don't want them to get cold because I want to tell you all about them. So, for your benefit, we're going to play some commercials now and chew on some meat. We'll be back in a second. You showing up for the party, but you know you could really show up for the party and actually come here and join us. Where are we? Well, that's an excellent question, friends. Brand new sugar fire, brand new sugar fire in Florissant. You could tell it's new because there's no barbecue sauce on the ceiling. My kids haven't been here yet. It'll happen though. It is on uh, Lindbergh. In Florissant, 1290, Highway 67, and it's new, and it's not owned by Michael and Charlie. This is independently owned by former Sugar Fire employees and now Sugar Fire employers. What a great story that is. It really is. In and of itself, I would say. So, uh, joining us, Kat Wallace, who's done this a time or two. Uh, the corporate chef, and also Montana Patterson, operation manager. How are you guys? Great. So good. <laughs> are you so good? I mean, I guess so being good. in a barbecue place, especially Sugar Fire, on a freezing cold day is actually a good spot to be in. It definitely warms the heart and the stomach. Yes. <laughs> For sure. How fun. So been open a week now? Almost a week? Almost two, two weeks. weeks. Yep. And two weeks tomorrow. And before it went uh, sub-zero, uh, I would think that wouldn't even affect business. The colder you get, the more you want to warm up with some ribs. Right. A lot more takeout, definitely, with the colder weather. Right. Yeah, for sure. Did you, when you first opened, I, we used to have a restaurant, and actually eight of them at one time, years and years ago. And Wait, you I, had a restaurant? Uh-huh. And I remember this feeling of, like, are people going to show up like this right before you open? Like, you do all this, and you're gung-ho, and you're ready to go. And then there's, like, is anybody going to show up? And then they do, and then you feel really good in most cases. And how did that go for you? It was – we kind of knew from the community and going to a couple of the charity events around that we knew we had some people that were supporting us for sure, but the outpouring – 
for the first week was absolutely incredible and a little mind-blowing for doesn't that make you feel good i mean i love it yeah as scary as that leading up time is yeah. uh you know we had so many people pull into our parking lot thinking we were already open while we were trying to get everything together and train that it was like oh Okay, maybe a few people will at least be interested yeah. in coming. Right. There's like that little bug in your yeah. head that just says that. I wonder if this is the case. You know, sugar fires are all over town, and I'm sure those municipalities are glad to have you. And at the very least, it's tax money. Um, but as far as a community going above and beyond to help you, oh, I would think Florissant is... Above all, because we've dealt with the people that run the city and work in the city, and they're just amazing. There's such a feeling of community here, yes. unlike anything I've experienced in St. Louis anywhere. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. We've had so many business owners stop by and our first day, but in follow-up days, obviously, and that have been in multiple times. Our little our neighbors here at the Abundant Lotus, we've had guests come in and bring us flowers, welcoming us to the neighborhood. It's been unlike previous opens, most yeah. certainly. Yeah, the, the sense of, the word is community that Carney said. I mean, I was thinking about that today. Every time we come to Florissant in this part of town, that's, I mean, from the mayor, you know, on down, everybody yeah. just seems to uh, want to support one another, and we love to see that. Yeah, you guys could live off Johnny Londoff's lunch tab every day. <laughs> so. He's on his we're, way, by the way. We're okay with happily. that. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah Mayor is too. So you guys come out of the Sugar Fire franchise. So what's it like to finally be at one where Michael Johnson doesn't come in and yell at you and throw stuff? <laughs> what? He's never done that. Yeah. He's not here. Oh, oh, yeah, just once. Um, <laughs> uh, could be listening, though. Yeah, true. Uh, uh, no, it's been... Um, I mean, I love working with these women and to have a different, while you still have the same goal to make it this amazing place with the best barbecue and the best product that we can possibly put forward, um, just having the women by my side for me personally has been pretty incredible and just knowing that we've got each other's backs. um, And being together every day. I mean, with the other stores it is our job to go and help and try and make things as great as they can be everywhere. But sometimes that means we're not there spending the FaceTime every single day, knowing our community and knowing our other employees. So like we get to make decisions so much more quickly and efficiently and then being in the role of ownership and working together. And you're yeah. the first fully owned sugar fire but all by fe- female owned, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah that and is a big deal. We won't do that sentence again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Female owned uh, Sugar Fire. This is the first one, right? Yes. Okay. I got you. And we talked about it before when we were at Johnny Landoff Chevrolet. Um, I feel like, I- is it different? And in, in if so, in what ways? Just by having all women owners. It's organized. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting there. I mean, um, the mad rush in the beginning. You know, you put a few things on the back burner because you want to make sure that the customers are first and the service is first. Um, so, and I think a lot of it is that, is just knowing the hospitality industry well enough to know that what's the most important and what, what comes first. Yeah, I think we're all fortunate as well that we've been able to work together for so several years now and spend that time together. So we, we already kind of were aware of what our dynamic potentially would look like, and it's been better than expected. Love it. For, for long days, you got to do your best, you know. Yeah. 
end it with a hug. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It's a little early to tell, but it'll be curious to see, and I wonder if you've got a prediction, what you're going to sell more of than anything else, and is it different than the Winghaven store or yes. all of that? Uh, actually, our pitmaster, um, he does the the counts for all, for a couple of our stores, and ribs by far here are the top seller, and then brisket second. Our St. Charles location is a lot of pork, and then brisket and ribs second. So that's so funny, like yeah. the different yeah. areas. Like we should try things. the ribs so we can. Oh we can yeah, tell just people. to make sure. I've yeah. tried them. Trust me, I've I've had many. A, a me too, but I forgot. Yeah, that. I think that's a little <laughs> pitch there to get. Uh-huh. A rack in front of your, yeah. You know, uh-huh. I hadn't I, thought about that. Oh, oh uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> Carney so and his ways. Are your retail products available here, including, like, the really cool T-shirts that I'm loving on? Yeah, we've got shirts. Um, we've got some sweatshirts right now. They don't last long, though, so get down if you I want bet, some. I like when this second, actually, would be nice. So, And we I, have the retail rub-in sauce, too. I don't. Uh, there's not a lot of seats here. I would say, what, 80 people, maybe? 60? 40, 42. <laughs> For, yes. I'm really good I'm at like, this. I'm like, what is he, are his eyes crossed? I'm like, what's going on? Well, you could stack them. Oh, okay, you know. I guess. Yeah. Oh, everybody, yeah. Yeah. everybody sits, sits on each, on other's, each other's laps. laps. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I've seen about 20 people come out of the kitchen. So. And they're all shoulder to shoulder in the back. It's not yeah. bigger back there. Sardines. Are, are you going to do any catering out of here, or will that all come out of all of Yep, we've already downtown? started catering. Yeah. Out of here, yes. And we're going to hopefully grow that rapidly. Yeah, we're we're working on a couple of systems. Because the space is so small, we're working on a couple of things to be able to do deliveries. And um, I mean, we could do larger caterings now, but the whole delivery part of it is... We're trying to get up yeah. and running. We want to make <laughs> sure that we're giving the best service we can and getting everybody well-trained in the store. Sure. So that before we throw one more thing right. in the mix, you know, yeah. make it a little more complicated. Because you want everybody to have an amazing experience. Exactly. And, and if you come right? if you come here, we want to make sure that you're getting everything. We don't want to be sold out because we had 10 to-go right. orders later in the day. I remember in the early days, you were putting up sold-out signs at 3 o'clock yeah, in the afternoon. Yeah, I remember that. Like, oh, we man. sold out every day for our first week. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Sure oh, look at that. Something you rarely see. Johnny wound up with a plate of food. <laughs> Crazy. Mayor's here as well, and so is Kitty. And uh, we'll check in with everybody. But a chance to catch up with Cat uh, and Montana. And are the other ladies coming? Are we going to get them also? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Miriam's already here. Vern uh, is almost here. here and soon. then Gina. And well. uh, Michael has threatened us with an appearance, too. So. We shall that see. That is a threat. For we sure. shall see. It's a threat. looming threat. Stop by North Lindbergh at Florissant. The brand new Sugar Fire. This is beyond exciting. We'll talk some more, ladies. Thanks so much for Thank having you. us. Appreciate Thank it. you. Try not to embarrass you. A um, couple of things I want to pass along from the Delmar Gardens family. I keep, I keep reading stories in the news. Especially this one particular retirement community where, in the middle of the night, they packed up. Oh, it's so sad. And they left. Didn't tell the residents. Didn't tell the employees. So everybody scrambled to reunite everybody. One guy was lost for like four days. And they couldn't locate him. They finally did. And it was just a tragic situation. And I don't imagine any of the parents, any of the relatives... Or at the kids, 
um, of those people had any expectation that something like this would happen. Not even close. Because when you are tasked with that important decision, you're hoping for the absolute best. I could simplify that for you. Delmar Gardens. Check out their villas, their other communities, their services, and so much more since 1965. They have been the leader, and that's no coincidence. Check them out online, delmargardens.com. I love my barbecue. It's what Americans do. <laughs> Pull up a chair, I'll get a beer for you. I love my barbecue. It's what Canadians do. Uh-huh. I understand if you don't know who this is. Because nobody really knows who he it's is. It's not Weird Al. Anymore. No. Ted Nugent. Oh, there you go. Motor City Madman, lady. We are at Sugar Fire in Florissant. If you haven't been there yet, no problem. We've only been open two weeks. We'll go easy on you. Uh, but come by now. This place is terrific and beautiful and all women-owned. And fresh and clean and delicious and all those things. Well, for now, we just got a plate of uh, rib tips, so I don't know how clean it's going to stay. Yeah. Yeah. But it... Uh, Super chilly, and I somebody had texted in something about this, and I read something this morning about this, that your ring doorbell, when it gets below a certain temperature, doesn't work. And my doorbell has not, it's not even a ring, my doorbell hasn't worked in about six days, ever since the cold weather came. And the garage code pad things also not really working well right now. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff. I, my mom's friend had a tire blown out yesterday, another friend whose car wouldn't start. It's just wreaking uh, havoc on everybody, all these cold temperatures. And even though we didn't get the snow, I'd almost rather have a big pile of snow than the ice that's all over the roadways. Yeah, we got some snow in the Creve Core area, and Trucker Larry's the one that, that texted in 84126 on the Michael's Bath text line to... Um, that, that that's the problem with the ring doorbells right now is that they're not working. He was letting us, and he also let us know that, uh, Julie, you did say that about the Chiefs uh, winning and beating the Dolphins. I've I never did, met yeah. this guy. I, yeah, don't, I yeah. don't know how legit he heard, that is. He heard me say it, and thank you for backing me up. Somebody else also said that, hey, Julie from the 314, I used to put my kids' clothes in the dryer right before they had to dress for school. Yeah. Cut the umbilical cord, Mom. Well, I, I love it. I if have, it's a mom. I have to admit that my, my husband does that with our dog towels. I mean, these dogs are living the life of, uh, <laughs> of Riley. And I, I, one is named Riley. So I have out. no room. I'm ready to put the bath towels in a crock pot. Can you do that? Or would it start a fire? It's not really big enough. Just to warm them. You well, got a big crock. We pot. do. We have a. We have several. That's not of too them. personal. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I say every day. My wife says every day. I want to come back as my kid. Yeah. Because they are treated like royalty. I literally. Yeah. yeah. Maybe towel warmers. Is it? You invest in something like that, you buy it somewhere or on Amazon or whatever because I'm getting that for in my feed lately. And then what happens is it won't be this cold ever, like for five more years and it'll just stack yeah. up in the pantry or in the and this linen is, closet. This is so wrong, but part of my motivation when, can you bring me dinner upstairs? Okay, I'll bring it up to your room. 
then I'll take his plate down in the morning like I'm room service. In my head, I'm thinking, I cannot wait until he has his own place and he realizes that food doesn't magically appear in front of him. The dishes are automatically clean. Right. And clothes fold themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I hope they do realize that because that no. is a problem with, with a lot of younger people today. And I've, I'm guilty of spoiling my kids when it comes to that kind of stuff. My mom used to bring Joe and I uh, hot chocolate in the morning on winter days. And then it's like you just drink your hot chocolate in bed. And then who wants to get up and go to school? Not motivation Not at me. all. Not me. I mean, Joe, of course, would get up and go and did exactly what he was supposed to do. But I was the... I was the problem child. Imagine still that. are. Problem. I am. I, I am. know you have no idea mm-hmm. the stories I have. Yep. Um, so last night we talked a little bit about it, uh, the Emmys, and shows that some that we've both watched in like succession. Huge yes. fan. They carried home bunch of stuff. The Bear. Did you ever get into that? I with didn't. The restaurant? But I see that it's it won a lot at the Golden Globes uh. and last night too. So good. And another one, Beef, that I kind of accidentally watched. Yeah. I thought, oh, people are talking about this. I should see. You know, how can you make a series about a car accident? And it was mesmerizing. Mesmerizing. And super happy to see the woman that was the next door neighbor in the Dahmer series on Netflix. You know, where he said, eat. The sandwich. Oh. Did, did you see I it? I couldn't do it. I started it, and I just got oh. too freaked out, and I I bailed on that. This was the woman in, in the true story who was the neighbor and heard weird things going on and convinced the police to go in and look, and she was tremendous. She got an award last night, so congratulations to her. Um, covering the Emmys, of course, all the little entertainment chat shows. And Adam Glassman, who, along with working for Oprah and producing one of her shows, is correspondent for Extra. He was on the carpet last night. We caught up to him. So if you're watching the Emmys last night, you saw this guy on the red carpet elbowing Ryan Seacrest and other people to to get a soundbite from a big celebrity. And he's up till all hours of the night covering stuff for Extra. Then... They say, Adam Glassman, would you mind getting up in the morning and fielding calls from radio stations all over the country? This guy deserves at least a presenter basket. Well, that's nice of you to say, John. No, it's my pleasure to do it. First of all, I'm an early riser. Second of all, I love doing radio. So it's great. This was 75 for the Emmys. And we've been hit with a few award shows lately that people are thinking, I'm going to Netflix. And this seemed to turn out like a great event. It was a great event. Actually, out of the gate, all of the award shows in January have been great. The Golden Globes last week, ratings are up 50%. Critics' Choice this past Sunday. Everyone tuned in. And the Emmys, too, I bet the ratings are up. I think Anthony Anderson did. A terrific job of hosting. And I don't follow this kind of stuff, but it's it's my co-host's jam. Quick, best and worst outfits. Best and worst outfits. To me, one of the best outfits was Carrie Russell. And she was in Alexander Vautier. She yes. She looked elegant. She looked classic. She looked great. The other end of the spectrum 
a head scratcher from one of the cast members of Paul's Drag Race. Not surprising. Oh, the Green Goblin? Yeah. The Green Goblin. Well, that's part of uh, the look, so to speak. It was a little unusual. No one really sort of knew who that was. And then they realized it. When they said in the news they were talking about the Emmys coming up and what they had planned and threw out a little tease, and they said they were going to honor uh, shows going all the way back to All in the Family and some of those early classics. And it occurred to me that most of the, the younger sects watching this have no recollection or any memories of those shows at all. It occurred to me the same thing, I have to say, John. But I think they did a very nice job of integrating, I, and I, I don't, I say this word with love, older shows and memories for an older audience with the newness of all of the streaming shows and the Ted Lasso's and everything that's in the current zeitgeist. I think they did a nice job, even if you don't know what Facts of Life is or All in the Family, but they brought out all of these um, actors in mini reunions. Also, every award show from entertainment features an in-memoriam segment. And we always say, wow, that's a lot. And it is always a lot. But sometimes they're good and sometimes it's like, oh, and you forgot so-and-so. And why are they in there? How is the in-memoriam segment? I thought it was an uplifting segment, to be honest. I know that everyone loves to sort of poke fun at it. But the music was beautiful. I thought the montages were great. It didn't go on and on and on. It did It did what it was supposed to do, serve as the people. A show that we all love over here, Succession, wonderful and nice to see Roman Roy, uh, you know, the Home Alone guy's brother. Uh, and in his speech, <laughs> it was something I've never heard from the podium. Oh, where he told his wife that he wanted more children? Yeah. You know, listen. I, I, I think because of these shows were so back-to-back and it was a lot of the same faces winning time after time, you have to keep changing up your speech. So you're like, what are they going to say now for the Emmys? He was adorable. I think he was uh, he had a very moving speech. Also, hats off to Elton John. He's an EGOT guy now. He's an EGOT, I know. And Elton couldn't make it because it sounded like he just had a little bit of uh, knee surgery. But I'm sure he's thrilled this morning. I imagine. Other moments that, how about one that shocked you? Something like they're giving it to them for that? There was not a lot of shocking at all. I don't think there was a lot of shock. I think another great moment, though, was the standing ovation for Christina Applegate right out of the gate when she came up to uh, announce Best Supporting Actress. And she got teary-eyed. And what she said, I thought was sort of great, that... We don't have to applaud every time I do something. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I thought that was very moving, I've got to say. And she had another funny line where she said, and my body, not bio-stemping. Yeah. <laughs> comedian. Even though she's going through what she's going through, she just sort of put it all out there. Yeah, Adam... Adam, as we go, and I was perusing the news, and one of the things that keeps getting brought up is that during the montage of some of the most important moments of TV, they slipped in September 11th between MASH and The Simpsons. They did do that, and 
moment in TV. True. Joy? No, it did not. But were our eyes glued to TV? Yes. But next to The Simpsons, weird. Great job for extra. Adam and we'll all look at Oprah a little differently, saying, I know a guy who does runs that show. So That is great, John. Yes, everyone should tune in tonight to watch full coverage on Extra, or if you go to Oprah Daily as well, I'm going to have all the fashion coverage. Thanks so much for the time, Adam. Have you been wanting to find the secret to losing weight and getting healthy the natural way without drugs or injections? Hey everyone, it's Dr. Michael Glickert with St. Louis Weight Loss Secret, and I know the secret to losing a half a pound to a pound of fat every day, naturally, safely, and effectively, without counting points or calories. No prepackaged meals, no hormones, no drugs, no injections or surgery. Schedule a free consultation now at MoWeightLoss.com. The month of January is half over, and you had a New Year's resolution. Time to get serious. You need to reach out to St. Louis Weight Loss Secret and start. Their health coaches will help you get motivated, and in a very, very short time, you will start losing weight, and people will start asking you, Hey, what happened? Did, did you get your hair cut? No, you're losing weight. Start today. Reach out. St. Louis Weight Loss Secret. Many people lose 20 to 30 pounds in about a month. For your free weight loss consultation, go to MoWeightLoss.com. That's M-O-WeightLoss.com. Results may vary. This is the Big 550 KTRS St. Louis. Baldwin, Arnold, Town and Country, and the world. Streaming live at KTRS.com. I'm talking good old barbecue. Low and slow is tried and true. Smoking meat and sipping brews. Bring a friend, help bring a crew. I'm talking good old barbecue. Yeah, so we not just talk barbecue, but eat barbecue. We're at the brand new Sugar Fire and Fluorescent, 1290 North Highway 67, a.k.a. Lindbergh. And we'll meet some of the other owners involved here. But in the meantime, we... Uh, who are the people in your neighborhood? Uh, They're in your neighborhood. They're in your neighborhood. Okay, we get it. We're almost to the top of the hour here. We want to give these gentlemen Sorry. some time. Carney, you can sing your little songs later. But look, it's Mayor Lowry and Johnny Landoff. People from the neighborhood. Uh. <laughs> They're from the neighborhood. Well, well Mr. Mayor, isn't it great to have... a Julie and John uh, here in our neighborhood. It's always wonderful to have them in our neighborhood. We love it when you guys come to Florissant. Because you know why? That means good things are in Florissant, right? In the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. Now we're all doing it. But I still have (laughs) my key to the city, you know, sitting on my my shelf that my grandmother used to call a whatnot in my my room. And I love it. (laughs) Very good. It's just a whatnot. You got whatnots? I got whatnots. (laughs) That means you're always invited. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Just out of curiosity, how often on average... Does a new business open up in Florissant? On average, let's go by month. I would say four to five a month. Um, I think it'd be pretty good average. Yeah, a That's lot. A good question though. That's amazing. No other Chevy dealers though. I was almost going to have you uh, uh, invite uh, Patrick Mulcahy. Oh yeah, our, our, our uh, director of economic development. Unbelievable. You they, sound they like work John really, They work really, really well together. Right. Well, yes, everyone we works well with the mayor. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to mess with this guy. You do not. <laughs> yeah. How are things with you, Johnny? Things are, th- oh, things are wonderful. I mean, you know, when you're in the car business, and between the two stores, we probably have about 500 plus vehicles. We love snow. Oh, we get so 
No, we hate snow. <laughs> snow. Okay? Yeah. To be very honest with you. I was trying to well, connect I mean, the dots. I, know, I was I like, wait a minute, what? And yeah. then you had yeah. me there. And then before the, we went on the air, you were showing us photos of your wife, Mimi Landoff, shoveling the driveway. Yeah, that now, was pathetic. The, this, this wow. Is, uh, to the millions of people listening, I, you know, I had to yell from the front door, get inside right now. Enough is enough. You know, but she, once she gets on a project, you just can't you can't stop her. But right? you watched her. for an hour. I, already, I, look, look, I was outside at about uh, quarter to seven, taking the trash, recycle out, and then I was sweeping the area around because you could just sweep you that could, stuff away. You could you really did, just use like a leaf blower yeah, on it. Yeah. Well, we yeah, I didn't want to. You know, hurt the shoulder trying to get that but thing going. No, <laughs> you're very <laughs> delicate. Good thing your wife is tough. She is tough. She's a boy mom. Me? I mean, that just she comes with a, it. She is a sweetheart. Right. Do you see so how long that driveway is? I know. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's not as long as Julie's. Longer than mine. Yeah. 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 Is it longer, longer than my driveway? So but I, I did want to make sure that the uh, a big section of the driveway was cleared um, because of uh, Drake, the Wonderland. The, yeah. He's on vacation now. Duck season was over the 26th of December. So now he's got like another... Almost 300 days off, right? Oh. Yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. He's looking for his vacation check, but we had to tell him no pay. Yeah, get that, him some little boots. Yeah, that's little what I was going to mention. You know that Johnny left out the part that the place he was shoveling was so his dog was safe. Right. You know, <laughs> kids and mom, they're on. And their my own. wife, of course, they're on their own. So. You don't get to kill anything this time of year, do we you? We call it harvesting, John. Sure. Okay. <laughs> we harvest. Uh, all the ducks that we harvested, uh, they, they get consumed. I mean, I've turned a lot of people onto duck meat. Mimi Londoff cooked some duck for us uh, ah, six, seven weeks ago on a Sunday. Wow. She's a great cook. You ought to bring it here, see what they can do she with it. It's sugar fried. Unbelievable. Ooh, smoke I mean, it. Smoke duck? Yeah. Really? Smoke duck? She, no, no, she put it in the uh, skillet and kind of had it, you know, it was uh, the house. When I was getting home from hunting, even Drake put his nose in the air going, wow, smells good here, boss. I'm right. Like, yeah. Well, Mimi's Mimi's. My cooking. husband just went on a kick of cooking elk for us. And if I see or hear anything more about elk, because he got an elk and, you know, cooked it for the family, that is we talk about that a lot at our house these days. That's awesome. Though. Yeah, congratulations. I, yeah, I should have brought you some elk. Meat. I mean, elk is—they're hard to—they're hard to harvest. They're they big. They are. Yeah, they are very big. Yeah, we it, don't talk about elk. John, very, are, John, are you a, are you a hunter? No, I'm not either. That's what we call killing. Yeah. He calls uh, it harvesting, but we're yeah, definitely we're, not, we we seem killing them. As long as you eat it, I, I don't yeah, have a problem. Yeah, doesn't matter. So we're always here, springtime, summertime, and there's so many festivals and parades. And marathons. I don't want to go into detail about that. Um, his memories are still, still still got bad memories. It's too soon. <laughs> yeah. So wintertime, what you doing citywide? Well, you know, we got a lot of things going on. We got two great community centers that are actually being renovated as we speak. We got a really nice outdoor uh, ice rink in the uh, at the JFK Center. Uh, we're building right now. Now, not that it, we could go swimming right now outside, but. Right now, we're building two brand-new swimming pools. One That's fantastic. One at Bangor Park, one at Coke yeah. Park. So there's a lot of things going on in the city. Wow. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's stupid that I had forgotten about the uh, uh, ice rink because the Valley of the Flowers were in the penalty box exactly. on the ice rink. I wish we could make it the Valley of the Flowers right now just because yeah. it would be so much warmer. We could, put, yeah, we could put you guys in the, the penalty box today. Well, you I won't th- stay there long. Though. No, 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 it won't, no, you won't be there long. Uh-uh. Do they have open skating like every day? Every day they have an open skate. Yes, and they have ski, skate rentals. Yes, because my boys want to skate all the time, and I say, 
No. Because the only place I could have thought it was like down in the city, like at Forest oh. Park at Steinberg. Yeah. I forgot about the place of Florissant. That's right. Bring them on out. Right. Absolutely. Wear them out. We are coming. How many times have you been here? Here? This is actually yeah. my second time actually being here since it's been Sugar Fire. Right. It's just amazing what they do with an old service station, isn't it? I mean, making it a Is that what rush. this was? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, amazing. It, yeah, they've done some great work here and did it very quickly, too. They Johnny Landoff, do you, uh, do you think that Handel's knows that you're seeing another restaurant? Well, uh, Christina and Nathan Bennett are always huge supporters of development uh, in, the, in the city of Florissant. I mean, they, uh, a few of us are trying to talk them into possibly a second restaurant, but, you know, Hendel's is packed all the time. So, you know, it's good for me to either go across the street to Cagino's, come here to Sugar Fire, go to Henke's. There's a lot of options. you got to br- branch out a little bit because you yeah. do have lots of options in Florissant. Like you said, I mean, the, the, the wonderful owners at Hendel's, well, they've, they've even mentioned to me that they think it's great that we're getting more op- food options in the city of Florissant, mm-hmm. and they think it's great. Are you, your service department busier at this time of year or yes, slower? Both are, both are very busy. Because yeah, you don't do, busy. like, fender work and stuff, do you? No. Or is it mostly no, we, we, we have uh, We have a company that comes to the dealership on Thursdays and Fridays and can do small work, you know, for our customers and for our vehicles. But, uh, no, we, uh, do not, uh, we do not do any body work anymore. And no. i got to change the Earl. Mm. Well, you can go to the Autoplex for that. It's closer to your house. That little warning thing popped up. Hey, moron, you got to change your oil. <laughs> uh, well, well, you know there's there's pieces. Of, I think it's on your steering wheel that you go through, and it'll tell you yeah, your yeah. tire pressure. It'll right. tell you your percentage of oil. But you, you do have to use them. I do, but it, al- <laughs> it always press it al- the button. It always opens the trunk. <laughs> I I don't it sets understand. the alarm off. Uh. It is. I, you guys have to be beyond proud that these guys have set up shop here. This is so. These guys. Well, well, first of all, it's owned by women. That's right. Well, I mean, okay. you know, you read the you read the story, and it's it's so it's so awesome. It, it is. is. I mean, Charlie Downs is an amazing. He's coming by. He's amazing, 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 and. I, uh, I said guys in the I most know. general yeah. of terms. Right, yeah. But no, we are, we are definitely excited that they moved here and they chose Florissant to put one of the restaurants. Absolutely. And so, and, and like I said, the four lady owners is just, just a neat story. It's wonderful. And like Johnny said, Charlie Downs is just a great man to work with. And he got excited about Florissant as soon as we got him out here. So we're happy that he's here. Yeah. And ask me where does, uh, where does Charlie uh, buy his, uh, his uh, Chevys, his vehicles from? Well, there's only one guest. Can't yeah. imagine. Uh-huh. In, we were introduced to each other like 20 years ago by Mark Bronca. Oh, uh, yeah. Studio Bronca. Yeah. In Creve Core in Chesterfield. My hair when I had some. I know that you do my hair. News uh, coming up <laughs> now, as a matter of fact. Uh, we're at the Sugar Fire Floor Set, the brand new one, Mr. Mayor and Johnny Landoff. Thanks so much for popping in. Julie and I come back in a bit. 1 o'clock, KTRS, St. Louis. <laughs> to get in four rib tips during that news break. Good for you. You got to have goals. That's right. Good thing we didn't have an extended weather or anything. I'd be napping. I know. Right now. I know. We are uh, at the brand new Sugar Fire in Florissant on North Lindbergh. 
and uh, it's awesome. And I had forgotten that at 2 o'clock, just under an hour from now, they're going to do the official ribbon, ribbon cutting. Cut. Yeah. So I imagine the mayor's going to hang out. I don't know about Johnny. Charlie Downs is here, the man that started the whole darn thing, as is his wife, Carolyn, who's responsible for my hips. She makes all the desserts for all of the oh, stores. Oh, I thought she was an orthopedic. Yeah. <laughs> She's got... <laughs> She also has Sugar Fire Pie, which is next to oh, the mothership. Yeah, I've been. Uh, and for a while, everybody was writing about the thing she was making where she put a pie on top of a pie on top of a pie, either three or four layers, different pies on top of and each other. And you just keep going. Yeah. yeah. It was like a Big Mac of desserts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Bit much. So... We did a burn-in. What, what should we try now, Jules? I mean, I, I just was talking to Kitty from Johnny Landoff Chevrolet, and she said she had the turkey. So she said to she, it was just absolutely terrific. So I, And I'm kind of a fan of that. When I go to any sugar fire, that's usually my go-to. Yeah, and I, uh, I've been to most all of them, certainly in this area. And the one thing that has always impressed me is the consistency. Like, yeah. I'll get the turkey at one location, and it's, it's just as succulent at another location. And uh, and these ladies have it down here. And there's more of them, and you'll, uh, you'll meet them before we're through. Also, uh, George Mays going to pop in for a little Restaurant Tuesday action. I asked him if he had snow tires on his scooter. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know if he's going to call in or he's going to brave the weather. I don't know. We'll ask Max. Yeah. Have you heard anything from George yet? I have not as of yet. Well, we gave him the option. Whatever he felt better Maybe doing. he'll Uber here. Who knows? Not a political show. Kind of something we pride ourselves in. But uh, there was some movement with things. Iowa caucus in particular. And uh, they're dropping like flies. Uh, Ram Swamy. Yeah, Vivek is out. I just got his name right, and now he's not even <laughs> in it. Yeah. And uh, I wonder if he'll be the pick for VP. Who knows? Yeah, and somebody else dropped out to do uh, in the last couple of days. Hutchison, did she just drop out? I. Uh, you don't know. Well, we're not a political show. I know I, that it's. I know, I know but that you watch. DeSantis some. and Haley are still in it. Trump, obviously won the night as they had expected, and now it's on to New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, he won the night last night. Great night for him. And this morning, he was in court for the defamation case for the woman that he accused of molesting him. <laughs> There's 24 hours for you. Oh, my gosh. Yay. Oh. Yay. Oh. Uh, and one more thing on that front. The, the question had been asked, can you imagine? I mean, this guy might even go to jail and could become the president, and he was the president, then somebody else was, and he came back and was the president again. That's never happened. Yes, it has. I saw uh, a story this morning that Grover Cleveland went from being the president and then losing and then won the presidency back again. Wow. So it has happened before. I had not thought that was true. 
and yet. It's interesting because then if, if he does run and if he would win, then he can only run he, he can only run for that that four years he can't run for eight. Yeah, I don't so know. I don't know if the clock starts like, over like again. Like, who knows? I don't yeah. think he can. I, don't I think mean, so. we're in uncharted territory for sure. So it's Max's fault that I can't get any emails anymore. Is it? Is that whose fault it is? Because he chided me and chided me about AOL, everybody else jokes about it. And they're like, come on, really, what's your email? Um, so over the weekend, and Max even printed out how you switch from AOL to Gmail. And I worked on it last night. I did the switch. I got the Gmail going. And uh, now nothing's going anywhere. What do you mean? I don't understand. I don't understand. I well, why don't you just forget the AOL account, start your Gmail account, and start fresh? Well, I did that, but they don't they don't send. And if my wife sent me a couple of test emails to my Gmail, and they showed up only in my AOL, it's, I don't know, it's insane. I, I shouldn't have email at all. Really. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be trusted with that. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna email you and see if it, if it works. Send me letters. Okay. Six thirty eight Westport Plaza, Maryland Heights. Look who's arrived on scene here Six. at Sugar Fire and Carl Carson. Malden is here, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. No, I think it's George Mayhew. Oh, it is George Mayhew. Uh huh. Because it's Restaurant Tuesday. I practically forgot. Yes. Uh, and I saw online over the weekend that the uh, Kuna Food Service people are putishing, putting the finishing touches on a brand-new distribution center in Peoria, and this place is big. So they are serving lots of communities, and, boy, they have been a godsend to so many restaurants during the pandemic. And a godsend to us as well, because every time I've turned to Dan Bippen and said, hey, can you help a little bit? And he said, sure. So he's giving the restaurants ingredients and credits and stuff to pay for the food they're going to bring at Carnival. Only 30 tickets left. Um, so they're awesome to us as well as all the restaurants. And if you want cheese, say hotly and smile. How that started or why that's stuck because it makes no sense. Well, we could ask Marshall Brain. That, that makes, yeah, we can. We had other questions for him too. My, my son threw some Humdingers at me over the weekend. Um, KudaFoodService.com for some more information about who they are, what they got going. And in just a couple, we are going to talk to the uh, gentleman we just mentioned, Mr. George Mayhew. And Charlie Downs is here, too, the man that started this whole darn thing. Julie Buck and me and Louise at Sugarfire, Max in the studio. I said I'd save you some rib tips, but I'll probably eat them in the car. I don't want to get your hopes up. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Ribbon cutting here at 2 o'clock. A lot is happening. Back in a moment on KTRS. I thank God for my life. For the stars and stripes. May freedom forever fly. Let it ring. I can't really shush the guy that started the franchise that has led us to this very spot, the brand new Sugar Fire in Florissant, a ribbon cutting in about 38 minutes. 
super exciting. We've talked to a couple of the um, owners, all women, and, uh, you know, most of them have been owned by uh, Carolyn Downs and Charlie Downs and Michael Johnson. A couple of them franchised. This one unique in the sense, besides the fact that it's all women, it's unique in the sense um, that it's not theirs. It's brand new ownership. And first one in Florissant. So and that's men are exciting. welcome to dine here as well, just to be clear. Are they? Yeah, they are. Okay. Guys can come eat here. Because I'm not leaving anyway. Okay. Uh, I got a word from the folks at Classic Air Care that they're running, oh boy. running a special <laughs> oh, and a really good time <laughs> for bet. it to a furnace tune-up. Hopefully you already thought about that. Uh, but if you haven't, they'll, uh, they'll, they could certainly squeeze you in. And it's 89 bucks. And certainly that's better than replacing your entire system, which also can be done. Free estimates as well, and they've got some great deals on that to stay cozy in every season. You know, you're going to want to check out the AC before August and check out the furnace before, ooh, I don't know, January when it's minus two. But I'm not going to rub it in. I'm, that would just don't be even me. bring up air conditioning no. at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you got air conditioning I can't right even out imagine. there, right out there. Make sure the furnace isn't making those noises like they make in Christmas Story. Uh, ClassicAirCare.com for more information and some of what they call them valuable coupons. Coupons. I got those as well. There you go. Back to Sugar Fire and the man that started it all. It sounds cheesy. Charlie Downs, how are you, buddy? Hi, John. How you doing? Good. I know you hate Hi, Julie. this. Hi. Hates Hi, being on the air. Hates yeah. any of the attention. So could not wait to pull him over and. But say, he loves a neon sign that says barbecue and sugar fire. And Absolutely. And your bride's here as well. Who's boss, the, been responsible for the caloric content. And uh, the uh, partnership with the ladies. Yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, that, you know what? Yeah, I keep she's for, a partner. I keep forgetting about yeah. that part. So, was, were you reluctant to do this? No. Not in any way? Not in any way. You know, because no. I'm, I'm a control freak. I don't know about you. They do much better than I do. And I'm being serious. They really do. All yeah. of them. Right. They have a lot of years of experience. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever count it out for each one of them, those years put together? I would say, let's see, just at Sugar Fire, about 45 yeah. years. Something like that. Yeah, you sleep better at night knowing I that do. as you well. Yep. Yeah, you've got some great backup that has really you know, taken the torch and gone forward with this. And you know what the really good thing is? Each one of them brings a, their own specialty to the mix. Like two people from the kitchen, both excellent. Three front-of-the-house people, all excellent. And it, it just is a good group. I mean, they've all known each other for years. So, So one thing I noticed with franchises is that after a while and a little bit of success, the franchisee says, you know what, I can make this better. And then they tinker with a menu, and then they're closed for business. So obviously with these ladies coming out of the franchise, they already know what works for a sugar fire. You bet. I mean, for years they've called on the franchisees and helped them. Yeah. So we know 
they know the pitfalls of what can happen when you get off course. And George, the culinary overlord of St. Louis, Mr. Mayhe from St. Louis Magazine, in attendance as well. Yes, sir. With his Carl Malden Memorial hat. Yeah, no, that's my uh, <clears throat> that's my Walter White hat from uh, Breaking oh, Bad. Oh, that's oh. better. Yeah, yeah it's a little more, more current. Yeah. yeah. Hiya, Georgie. Hi. Yeah, What's I'm excited. I hadn't been up here yet. I'd written about this place, and I hadn't been up here as yet, so I really wanted to come. Charlie and I have talked about it in great detail, and, you know, you and Carolyn were really excited about doing this, you said, and, like, we'll, we'll do this again if we get an opportunity. That's how, that's how excited you are. We would. It, this is, by the way, I didn't say a three-year project. We started three years ago looking for a location, and, um, boy, it's fun to sit here and see it done. Yeah. yeah, what a satisfying feeling. It really is. It's fun. It's. I don't think people know, but I think they would be really blown away by the relationship between you and George. Yep. So run Years. down that resume really quick. I didn't know you knew about that, John. I know all about George it. George can run down that a lot better than I can. We, we all we experimented it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what I remember, now, we go back, Charlie and I go back, oh, my gosh, it was into the 80s when you were an equipment rep, and yep. I was working at a place in Columbia called Bobby Buford's, and Charlie Downs designed the kitchen, and he was there kind of troubleshooting and making sure everything was work, working out. And we met back then. That was like 1980. So yep. talk about dating ourselves. 1980. We wow. became partners in various restaurants over the years. No, can, name those. We can tell. This is, this is this fascinating. This is so cool. I, I didn't know all this. Well, we started, um, <laughs> I was writing for the magazine a little bit uh, in the 90s. And somebody said, you know, you know so much about restaurants. You should do a you should consult. And I said, I, I don't know that much about it. i got to get my friend Charlie to help me on yeah. this. And he and I opened a, did a consulting business, in restaurant consulting business in the 90s. We ended up at a place called Cyrano's, which you might remember, uh, yes. when it was on Big Bend. And uh, we were tasked to take over Cyrano's and, and help Cyrano's that was, that was hurting. And if you remember, Charlie, the first thing we did is there were some, there were some troublemakers there, and we fired a couple of the troublemakers and uh, a couple of the managers and what you happened. don't recognize me do you yeah <laughs> you shake things up but, but yeah we did we shook it up and we shook ourselves up because we didn't realize that everybody was very tight there the entire staff walked out oh, behind these guys no. and charlie and i were looking at each other i go that might have been the dumbest thing we've ever done oh my gosh do you remember that you my, my life you bet before my eyes remember your wedding day yeah i think probably it's kind of familiar but uh, so uh, we 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 revived sarah no, it was doing fine, but it wasn't doing great. So we said, you know, let's let's close Cyrano's. Let's store everything. Let's put everything away. We will revive Cyrano's at a future point in time, which we did yeah. in in, in uh, Webster, where it is now. We started a place called Harvest. There's uh, oh, yeah. and I were, were two of the five partners there. We were partners in Harvest, and that was a it. I'd call fun. it that was a grand slam home run. Yeah. Everybody that was in the 90s remembers so that. Yep. And then uh, we started doing this, this, this consulting led into some uh, consulting for the Emo Corporation. We were their secret shoppers for oh. a couple of years, a couple, three years. Yeah, Char Charlie and I visited Emo's stores every day, five days a week for at least two years and would report oh. to Did Mrs. Emo. Did you gain Emo any weight? Uh, tons of weight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, we re- I, I didn't gain too much weight, but it was fun. We reported into Mrs. Emo every Friday That's afternoon. That's a great Th- job. Those were some of the best meetings I'll ever We remember. learned a lot, didn't we? We did. We learned everything that could go wrong in an Emo store. We were undercover agents, as oh, it were. I love this. We'd write little reports, and this people go, This should be a reality who? show. Yeah, and they go, Who are those <laughs> sneaky guys yeah, that, that come in and, and, and report on us? Uh-huh. It, was, it was fascinating. And then. One of us had the idea, like, wait, you guys, I think it was Mrs. Emo, you guys have seen every problem. You can solve any problem because you've seen it all. Now you come out of the closet, and we're going to introduce you to these 85 franchisees. And now you're going to say, you know, what, whatever problem you have, we've probably seen it, right? And so all of a sudden we were out of the, you know, shadows, as it were. And, and we were the liaisons for another year or so. And Charlie went on to do a lot of franchise work with them as well. Am but I speaking properly, sir? Yes, sir. But we owned some emo stores in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we, we did. We did that, we too. Did. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We, we had the store. Isn't that wild? I did not know we this. Had the store. We had the store at the lake, and, and Charlie and I each had stuff to do during the week. But we'd go down there on the weekends. And Just to make sure, you know, everything was okay. And yeah. that's kind of where the action was. And sure. we would, you know, we would make pizzas and deliver pizzas, and we'd show up to work just like everybody else did in our swimming suit at the Lake of the Ozark. And uh, it was just, it was so, that was like the wildest thing ever. It was. It was fun. Wow. It, there were a lot of details in between from uh, costing programs to the 100 easiest ways to steal. George wrote a lot of things before he started with Can the magazine. Can I see that? Yeah. Second list. The easiest way to steal. You want to add to it? Asking for a friend. <laughs> just saying. No, really. It was interesting. We we did a lot of stuff. How to get into it, the business. How to get out of the business. What? And remember that we'd have a little checklist and say, if you can't check off these six boxes, you should not be in the business. Yeah. And most guys couldn't check, check them off, and they'd go into it anyway. And I'd say nine times out of ten, they'd fail. And yeah. now, they they never you, listened to us. Basically. Here you are with Sugar Fire being wildly successful. And that was probably part of the buildup for all of this success. Definitely was. Yeah, certainly contributed. And I think it taught George and I a lot of humility and how to, well, we avoided a lot of mistakes because we watched other people make them. And it's why I wonder why, like, rock stars don't write travel books, you know, because they've stayed in every hotel, they know every city, or professional athletes or whatever. George Mayhe also wears the hat of dining editor for St. Louis Magazine, stlmag.com, and the podcast, Arch Eats, and other social media outlets. So he keeps track of all of it, which makes it so easy for us to talk about what's going on. Um, the one that really stunned me last year was Cinder House announcing that it was closing right in the four <coughs> seasons, because... Aesthetically, gorgeous place. Gerard Kraft, not used to failing. Uh, and boom, here comes a big name. And I don't even think it was a fail. I, uh, uh, you know, I think his his contract was up. Uh, I think... Well, I, logistically, too, it's yeah, not and, the and most Yeah, and I want to say, you know, I, I could be reading between the lines, but I think they were looking for a different, a little bit different approach, a little bit different concept, a little bit more snap and pizzazz, if you will. And if that will. came out this weekend when I caught wind of a, of a tweet that said that uh, Gordon Ramsay is going to be putting his first St. Louis restaurant in that space. Wow. Called Ramsay's Kitchen by Gordon Ramsay. There's... 
I think this will be the fifth one. That's it. He started opening about a year ago, so he's done four of these in a year. This will be the fifth one, and uh, I think that's pretty exciting. I I think that uh, St. Louisans will, uh, um, I I think they'll get behind that stuff. Uh, I I really do, and it's, the the, the restaurant is is fairly straight ahead, a little bit more straight ahead maybe than than Cinder House was. Kind of the the hits, you know, things like you know scallops and and, and, and crispy salmon and uh, beef Wellington, things that will appeal, I think, you know, to to more people than perhaps. Did you give him your checklist of six things? Uh, to Gordon Ramsay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love, I yeah. would love Good. to present that. I think you totally to the should. multi Michelin star. Uh, I do. Awarded. I'm sure yeah. he takes criticism. I'm well. sure he does. That would go over great. I, I can't wait till he. You know, he tends to come and open his restaurant, so I'm assuming oh, yeah. he That's will be exciting. here for that. I'd, I'd love to but meet. But does the guy. he have to cover the room service side of things? Because wasn't that part of the problem with Gerard Kraft that? They were kind of expecting the restaurant people to cover the club sandwiches, and that just didn't really. Yeah, because mesh. that is the only restaurant at oh, at, at the hotel. I didn't so, think about that. Yeah. Part. So, so that's a whole other business, and you know, Sunday buffets and right. and, and and the weddings and the receptions and the rehearsal dinners and things like that. But uh, I, I haven't heard when uh, this is going to happen. But I'm guessing it'll be by the springtime. But anyway, that'll give a little different life and outlook to the Four Seasons Hotel. No kidding. Right up the street from my house, there's uh, Massa's. Yes. Dominic Fadine's got that place there. We love it. And we go a lot. So when I saw a headline that Massa's was closing, I panicked for a moment. But I hung in there, read on, and found out it was the town and country location. Yeah, the town and country location was just a little off the beaten path. It's not on any main drag, yeah. you know. It I don't I won't say it wasn't the best of their locations, but very mysteriously closed at the end of the year, and they just said, you know, we'll miss everyone and see you later, and come to you know our other four locations that remain open. And I don't know anything else about that except, and I don't like this either. I'm going to pick on them for a second. I was trying to find out some information, and all their stuff's still on the website. Town and Country's still there. Here, order here. You know, order order today at, at this yeah. location. Might be a little wait. Yeah. Oh. I mean, take it off the darn website if it's been closed for two and a half weeks. Wow, George, I've never yeah, heard yeah, him get well, like this. Yeah, I'm a little feisty today. He, he is. A little the feisty. cold temperatures. <laughs> so we're at Sugar Fire, which is a top. Calm me down. The heap. <laughs> the top the heap of barbecue in St. Louis, and they're several good places that are here and the very first one that became more than just a restaurant was super smokers in my mind yes and terry black branched out did a lot of things and started um selling his barbecue in grocery stores like you know they were making it there and selling it there and it just seemed like it was growing too fast, which eventually proved to be true. And I've always thought about that when I hear Tom Schmidt is opening up another Salt and Smoke. He's down at the ballpark. He's in St. Charles in the West End. Ambitious, great product. Uh, and there's a, a place that he's got called Oh Hey Barbecue. And apparently that's turning the lights off yeah um the folks at schnooks approached him they have these little 
uh, food halls at the Kirkwood store and the Crestwood store. And uh, there's three three kitchens at each one. And they said, you know, hey, Tom, you know, we'd love to have your barbecue there. And Tom said, you know, that's a, we've always figured, trying to figure out a way to expand and do something different. We'll do a smaller menu. Uh, people can do their grocery shopping and pick up some barbecue at the same time. This will be a great idea. And it's kind of a scaled-down version of Salt and Smoke. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, he made the decision to, to, to close both of these uh, within the last couple months. I don't exactly know, uh, you know, all the reasons, but, but what he said was interesting. He said, you know, our, our business model is predicated a lot on hospitality, on how we treat people, about how we hug people physically and otherwise when they come in. And we couldn't do that in this counter-service setting. We couldn't do it at a grocery store. And he said, if we can't kind of project ourselves that way, we're not going to sell as much barbecue. And, and that's what he wrote it off to. And uh, I tend to think, again, I'll pick on somebody again. I don't know. These are, these are pretty cool concepts in these Schnook stores, but I never see them marketed. I never see them promoted in any of Schnook's ads. And I think they should do that. I it's do like, too. hey, do you guys want this to be successful? Yeah. Um, I, I think there should be ads that, that uh, are, are centered around these. So I think most uh, some of the problem is, is that. But, yeah, these Oh Hey Barbecues, um, two of them uh, no longer there. But Tom said, you know, our, our other stores are going great. And um, uh, the Ballpark Village store is the busiest store of all of them. And, and that surprises a lot of people mm-hmm. because yeah. there's only 82 games a year. Well, right. that place is busy all the time. And even the the team didn't show up for a lot of those. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll see what yeah. happens Carney, next you year. you are funny. Um, also, Our Cheats is a podcast if you want more. Uh, and also, Cheryl Blair is doing that with George. So, what's on the next episode? Uh, the next, uh, the episode that's coming out now is our most anticipated list of 2024, and we go through about 15 places that we know of that are going to open in the first six months, and that's just uh, scratching the surface. Uh, next episode we're going to record this weekend. I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's a double Fun. top secret. Why? But, um, I just you don't, don't want to promote it? No, no not yet. Not yet. Yeah. No, no, I want to see how it goes first. But yeah. anyway, yes, we're having a great time. I hope you've listened to this podcast. Oh, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. <laughs> yeah, Charlie and I get Charlie. together every well, My week good friend and, and partner, Charlie. And not listen to your uh, Yeah, podcast. well, at least you guys are consistent. I'll, I'll give you that. But It is arch. Archie's having a ball doing it. Thank you. Georgie, thanks, buddy. Thanks for making the trip. Thanks for taking a car, not your scooter. Yeah. Uh, yes. Charlie Downs, is this the finale? Uh, no. We've, we've said that every time, right, John? You know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I can't quit, I guess. There's something wrong with me. Yeah. Just so you know, we had two years at Schnooks before Tom. Grocery stores are really tough. That's a really tough business. Right. Well, there's so much interference. There's so much going on there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it was, boy, I don't see how those buyers and people in grocery stores do it. I mean, it's it's really. Right. I hate to interrupt, but more food just showed up. You guys got to go. Did you like what you had over here? There's some well, left. They're what does that rib mean? tips. And I got to ask the ladies. They're burnt ends. I mean, right. burnt ends. I was going to say they're burnt ends. Yeah. Are they, are they okay, Julie? Are they? Are, they're like candy something. I don't know. They're so good. I've never okay. had anything like it in okay. my life. Are they on the menu? Yes, like they're every day. I thought they were specials. 
at this store there every day. We're, we're experimenting with different yeah. things here. Oh, it should be. It is. I thought it should you, be every day. I thought everybody runs out of burnt ends. How do you keep them? You're uh, cutting well, them from the brisket, maybe. Right. And not just from the end That's of the brisket. Right. But, right, so far, just the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you really want to use that cut of meat. Yeah. And not the end for sugar fire. Oh, and here comes Uh-oh. Charlie's daughter, Carolyn. What is she? <laughs> what is that? What is that monster? Macaroni and cheese. Oh my ball. gosh! That's what they called me in high school. I know. Yeah. Beautiful thing. Charlie Downs. Time to go. And George May. Yeah, we got oh to. Oh my goodness! We've been told not to chew on the air, so right. uh, we'll take <laughs> a that. break. Uh, come out and join us, and if you can't make it today, obviously this is going to be here. The Sugar Fryer in Florissant on 67, which is Lindbergh. You can't miss it, um, but it's not a big, big place, so you got to watch for it. And well worth the find. Great food, great people. As you're learning, we'll meet more of them coming up. Carney Show, out of the house. Julie Buck and I will be back in a moment. Blake Shelton took to social media yesterday to reveal that his new Old Red, that's his new bar, and the one in Las Vegas is officially open. So he says it's the moment everyone's been waiting for. Let's get this party started. So if you go to Vegas, Old Red is the place you want to go. Don't you always wonder when there is a um, something online, social media comment from somebody that it's really one of their eight or nine assistants? Yeah. Or actually them I want, doing it? Yeah, I, I feel like, I mean... If it was more elaborate, I might think like a PR agency wrote it, but him just writing on Twitter, let's get this party started, doesn't seem that unbelievable, right? right? Yeah, busy man. Uh, Swifties are upset that Eminem was shown several times nah. at the Detroit Lions game on Sunday, and nobody seemed bothered by it like they are when they show you-know-who at a Chiefs game. And I loved her coat and her doing that little dance with yeah. Mama Kelsey. And the, it's pretty there's cute. There's not the fawning. They just showed him. He had a hoodie on, and he was standing still, you know, and he wasn't kissing Travis Kelsey. Right. Well, speaking of Travis's, a Travis Scott concert in Canada had such strong bass, and it's all about that bass, uh, that it caused three of the Montreal Canadiens' Stanley Cups to not the mug thing that you take to work if you're I'm with you. um, but to fall in the trophy case unfortunately one was actually damaged according to the venue security this is the first time that's ever happened but there was so much base that it tipped over but i'm sure they've had to fix many a stanley cups oh because the guys players get them for a day yeah i can't imagine if those stanley cups could talk I think the NHL might be canceled. Right. I'm not sure. Agreed. Um, Hulk Hogan hasn't seen a lot of action in the ring in years, but he got to play the role of a hero in Tampa just the other night. Hulk, his wife, her name is Sky Daly, and a friend who happened to be an, a Marine witnessed a really wild accident. And can you imagine you're in a car accident? That's bad enough. And then all of a sudden, you think you're passing out because Hulk Hogan is standing over you yeah. trying to save your yeah. life. And he just uh, got baptized. Yeah, he did, actually. As you heard earlier on the show, the 75th Emmys went down last night. Hope Anthony Anderson recruited his mom, Doris, to cut people off when their acceptance speeches were too long. And I thought that that was super fun and super funny. And I loved when Jennifer Coolidge was up there 
and it was funny just she is the first one that had to face his mom's wrath telling yeah. her to wrap it up um, another one of the highlights was Christina Applegate coming out to present an award and getting a much-deserved standing ovation then she joking jokingly scolded the crowd for shaming her and her MS by standing up and giving her a standing ovation. She was sweet. Body by, the, by Ozempic. Yeah, that was funny, Body by Ozempic. Succession, The Bear, and Beef also uh, were the big winners out of last night. 52 years ago, 1972, the Dallas Cowboys beat the Miami Dolphins, sorry, Max, 24-3 to uh, to win the Super Bowl. And the quarterback was, do you know, Carney? I know you're not a sports guy, but I know you the know. The year and the team again? 72 Cowboys. Uh, Terry Bradshaw? No, that's dealers. Roger Staubach. Can I use my lifeline here? No, phone a friend. Phone your wife. Today is National Fig Newton Day. I don't know that I'm a big oh, fan. Oh, I got my cards out. Do you? Yeah, okay. very excited. Um, Albert Pujols is 44 today. I think we know who that is. Kate Moss is 50. And Sade is 65. And who doesn't need a little bit of more of her music in your life? She's a smooth operator. Well, everything was on last night's TV, but tonight you get a little celebrity Jeopardy, some more Name That Tune, which Max and I liked that. We watched that last week. Um, and Fargo, the season finale, we've had a texter texting in saying, if you haven't started it, give it a whirl because it's super good. Are we so going- do, you, do you guys have regular meetings and say, all right, now we're going to watch this because you're both on the same page on every show? Well, I see him every day, but I, I was watching it last week, and Debbie Gibson was on, and he, like my husband, are big Debbie Gibson fans, and so I just thought I'm going to text but him. But that and Dancing with the Stars, oh, and yeah. I'm just seeing a trend. There's a trend. How about homemade jokes? I got news. Fresh no, out of the barbecue pit. No time for jokes, but covered in barbecue sauce, bear with me. Trump's popularity among Iowa Republicans on full display last night when the former president, who's seeking a return to the White House, won the state party's presidential precinct caucuses. That was a mouthful. By a historic margin, 100% of the state's 99 counties reporting late Monday night. He had carried 98 of them. And... Oddly, uh, Donald Trump had no qualms with those results. After a tough Eagles loss Monday night against Tampa Bay, fans waking up to another heartbreak. According to reports, Philadelphia Eagles player Jason Kelsey informing his teammates last night that he is retiring from the NFL. He says he wants to focus on courting Janet Jackson, Cheryl Crow. Billie Eilish or Rebecca Black. Oh. Apparently the formula works for his brother, so. Well, I don't know how his wife and daughters would feel about that. I didn't know he had them. Yes. I took a chance. Uh-huh. A rare bottle of whiskey, now the most expensive ever sold. A rare bottle of Emerald Isle sold at auction. $2.8 million. Come on. 30-year-old single malt is the rarest triple distilled single malt in existence, part of the staggering price, apparently, according to auctioneers, was the labor to remove the scotch from Johnny Depp's liver. 
Wasn't Other, single malt your nickname in high school? I wasn't. I never really a scotch uh, person. Okay. And Arnold Mann, who police say broke into the South County Mall after hours and rode around on a scooter while armed, <laughs> wearing a ballistic vest, as you do, and in possession of a fake badge, now facing theft-related charges around 1 a.m. Friday, a real guard spotted the man in the mall, which was closed at the time. The guard contacted police, which caught the suspect as he was trying to exit the building. Court records show that the suspect, Paul Blart, is currently in custody. Oh, the mall cop. Two more. Hang in with me. In the run, in the run up to Monday night's Republican presidential caucus, more than 20 candidate events were canceled, postponed, or moved virtually. The hopefuls themselves acknowledge the freeze could affect how many folks turn out to vote in the first nominating contest of the race. Oddly, George Santos still held a rally last night, announcing his bid to become the new coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, there you go. Okay. One more. Bear with me. Out of St. Petersburg, Florida, prosecutors have declined to pursue a felony case against a doctor who was arrested for striking her ex-husband with a handful of bread slices that she had soaked in water before throwing them at the 70-year-old victim. 54-year-old Helen Neely arrested last month after the altercation. Police report the victim said he was arguing with Neely when she grabbed a handful of bread from the loaf wet the bread, and hit him with the soggy slices. Band name, maybe? Maybe. Kind of makes you wonder. Kind of makes makes you wonder. wonder. Got it. She should at least be fine. It's, you know, it's the the yeast they could do, I think. And uh, lastly, she was already on probation for another case, so actually she, she might be toast. Okay, I'm sorry. Texas toast. I'm sorry. That's all. 155, let's knock out our last bit of business. It's getting busy here at the Sugar yes, Fire Florist, and you should be amongst us. Back in a second. C is for cookie, that's good enough for me. C is for cookie, that's good enough for me. Why is he yelling at us? C is know. for cookie, that's good enough for Cookies, me. Barbecue, cookie, yeah. Cookie Carolyn C. Downs is here, responsible for all the barbecue at Sugar Fire, and she... <laughs> is one of the partners in this location. And you, Michael Johnson, may have started the concept, but this isn't your place. No, I'm on the outside. I've been forced out. Do you get a discount? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Do you get a discount here even? I, I, not with Cat running the place. I don't think so. No. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Cat right. charges me in, in all of that. I can't get anything. I can get a French fry. You probably don't know the numbers <laughs> off the top of your head, but if you had to guess, estimate... How many people that work for you now have their own places? Oh, 12. Like, more. Like a Will more. Kelly and uh, yeah. uh, Jovic Brothers and oh, a lot of them. so yeah. many places. Yeah. So I it's mean, going to make you proud. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I love it. So what do you teach them, Yoda? I don't I don't. Charlie's the one that teaches them at George. Uh, Charlie, they learn from Charlie. I just get, I get lucky. Yeah. I <laughs> um. Define your role for me. In other words, in the line from Office Space, Michael, 
<laughs> what is it you say you do here? I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to get in trouble. I don't, I'm, they might find out I don't do anything. I don't know. I just kind of bounce around and, you know, visit places and, you know, make sure the food's good. Really. We have known each other for 30-plus years, and you have never been one to sit still. No. I've made an Asian restaurant. I'm going to move on. In Barcelona, <laughs> I'm going to move on. I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to do something else. Sugar Fire and got all those going. I, I'm thinking it's time for you to throw another concept at we're, us while we're not looking. We're opening a pizza place next week. This is no exactly way. what I'm talking about. I swear about. to God. Oh, my gosh. Pizza you didn't, you didn't is so fresh. <laughs> I'm afraid to read it out loud without <laughs> no, checking okay. it first. It had to live with Oh, oh my God. The pizza no, is so fresh. It. We're going to open it. It had to live with. It's aunt and uncle in <laughs> Bel Air. Do you get that, Carney? Moved on up, didn't it? I didn't. No, that that, that, no that's that Fresh it? Prince of Bel Air. Okay. Well, then yeah, I different don't know. show. Uh, he stopped yeah, watching TV I back with it. All in the Family. I know. The Jeffersons. <laughs> that was a great show. Groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, was yeah I was talking to Dave Molina, <laughs> and he wants me to uh, come down and play with him in oh, the kitchen to make I'm some I'm going to go there after this. Are you? Um, yeah. So yeah. next week it well, opens. I think, what is today? Uh, no, I think February 1st it'll be open. All right, you got to go because there's a ribbon. Go get in the picture. That's Michael Johnson. We'll come back, visit with him in a bit, and other people involved in this wonderful creation. It is Sugar Fire in Florissant, and they were so kind to invite us along. I can't thank them enough. Once again, we return to Florissant, Missouri, and another joyous occasion. Come here this time for the grand opening. It's official now. They just cut the ribbon of the brand new Sugar Fire here, uh, owned by all women and women that have been in the Sugar Fire organization for several years. Charlie Down said like 40-plus years. Um and it's crowded now. It's like being at the Emmys. There's a mayor. There's a police chief. There's Johnny Landoff. There's Michael Johnson. It's crazy. There's Julie Buck. There's I'm, John Carney. It doesn't. But there's what? Julie Buck. It just goes on and on. And before we do, I probably should throw a plug in for yet another township. And then, of course, where I'm heading to when I leave here, back to St. Charles. And guess what? We already have our sugar fire. You do. It's on Elm Street, and it's really a cool place. I mean, of all the all the sugar fires in town, this one in uh, St. Charles is the coolest looking to me. It looks like... The old 70s steak and shakes with the overhang. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, I, they don't have waiters that, waitresses that scooter up to, or uh, roller skate up to your window. But I think that's probably an insurance thing in this well, these days. litigious society. But, yeah, so there's one out there. In fact, there's a ton of stuff. We just joined at the Y in St. Charles. I've yet to go, but we have a membership there. And what I get Rumor look, has it. Yeah. I'll tell you what it looks like. The boys still like going to the rec center. I'm like, we paid for the Y. Yeah, but we like to go to the rec center. There's a lot of options for anything, for eating, for working out, for living, for playing, for shopping. Take a look on the website. They've done a great job 
of consolidating what you'll find in St. Charles at discoverstcharles.com. All right, you know him, you love him. He is a best-selling author. He is the father of Baby E. He's written several novels, including The Barren Agenda, The Aleph Extraction, and The Nova Incident. And his latest thriller, All Souls Lost, is now available. He writes for SixColors.com, all things Apple. It is the one and only Dan Moran. Danny! 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 They have all gathered to uh, listen to you today. They heard you oh, were coming. So they, and there's barbecue. You know. BBQ. Oh, well, I'll, I'll be right down. That, that sounds attractive even to me. So I've, I've whined about this enough, but since it's a tech segment, let me just tell you about the Hades that I have been trudging through over the weekend because I'm trying to shake off my AOL email and move to Gmail. And now my emails are going nowhere, and the emails coming in are, are going to my Word program. I, it's a nightmare. It is an absolute nightmare. I'd ask for help, but I imagine everyone with the sound of my voice could probably do this with their eyes closed. I just wanted to vent. I understand. I mean, find find the uh, the closest teenager. See if they can set up the, the email for you. How about they that? Don't the they don't have the time for me. But so I, true. I say all that because every week I find myself looking at the questions we're going to ask you, and I have no idea what they mean, and I try to come in with a brave face and say, you know, I've been having trouble with the bubble that the Google Assistant. Like this one. Apple tells developers not to call their AR or VR apps AR or VR apps. Alternate reality, virtual reality. Oh, stop showing off, Jules. So what's the skinny and who cares as long as they buy them or use them? Well, I mean, Apple is very good at controlling its image and controlling branding. And that is, you know, a huge part of what makes it so successful in the industry and it really shied away. So, like these new, we talked a bit last week about the Vision Pro, which is its new headset that's coming out uh, next week, two weeks. Um, and you know, it, it may look like sort of your virtual reality headset, augmented reality headset, like your MetaQuest or what have you. But I, you know, Apple does not want to be lumped in with them. It, it feels like it's doing something more complicated here, and I think that's why it's trying to veer towards this use of spatial computer. The idea being. This is a computer like you use for all your other stuff. It just happens to be one that you strap to your head instead of one that sits on a desk in front of you. Uh, and it doesn't want necessarily that to be conflated, even though fundamentally at the end of the day, what it is doing is providing some degree of both virtual and augmented reality. I still think they just like bossness around. So they want us to call it spatial computing. But, I, you know, that it's is like the, if, that the, is their, if, yeah. if the television people said... We don't want you to call it TV. I mean, I don't know. Too bad, right? I mean, yeah. We'll yeah I think I, I don't. I don't know that they'll be able to stick with. I mean, like I remember years and years and years ago, twenty years back. You know, people made a play that the idea of podcasting. You know, oh, it's so tied to Apple's the iPod, right? That's where it came from. Podcasting came from the iPod. 
uh, and people resented the idea that it was tied to Apple's brand and tried to turn into something else. A prominent podcaster I know tried to, you know, for years called his podcast Netcasts, but it never caught on, right? You know, it's it's all going to be what sticks in the vernacular of, of the average person, so they can do their best right now. This is their opportunity to try and control that narrative. But if people start calling it something else and that sticks, you know, it's a losing battle. It is a losing battle. Um, all right, so let's talk Bitcoin. Another thing I don't remotely grab the concept for. So Bitcoin's ETFs, don't know, fungible something, something, has been approved <laughs> by regulators. And, boy, I'm going to sleep better tonight, Dan. <laughs> Well, an ETF for once, not a technical term, but a financial term. Uh, those are exchange-traded funds, which is basically a way of saying that big firms that you might invest with can now sell, you know, funds essentially that are invested in Bitcoins and cryptocurrencies. So if you oh, go to your Fidelity or Vanguard or whatever and, and want to trade some stocks, they can also sell you stuff that's backed by cryptocurrency which, you know, provides some degree of, I think, you know, user-friendliness, right? Because a lot of us aren't necessarily people who aren't going to go and invest in cryptocurrencies ourselves. But if there is a big, reputable company who's saying, hey, we're going to be the middleman for you, we're going to invest in, in these cryptocurrencies, and you get your services through us, you don't have to wade through and figure out the technological details or whatever, there are certainly people, I'm sure, who are going to take them up on that. That said, you know, it's extremely volatile, uh, that market has a lot of ups and downs to it. So, you know, you exercise your own restraint as you would with any financial investments and transactions. I think at the end of the day, what this is, is the, you know, SEC realizing cryptocurrencies aren't going away. And so they need to basically have a hand in helping figure out how they're regulated and how they're controlled. And this is probably the beginning of them taking a sort of a tighter rein on that. It's interesting because, I mean, that's 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 just one, though. I mean, that's just one of many different kinds of crypto, right? And I'm not pretending that I understand any of this. Yeah, me, Dave. Sure. I mean, yeah. I'm, th that's just one kind of crypt crypto is Bitcoin itself, but not, you know, the blockchains and all that other kind of stuff, right? right? Yeah, I think I think it's also the it's the most well known, surely, right? And it's the one that has sort of the longest track record to it. So, yeah, there's plenty of other ones, and they're not saying necessarily you can go out and buy, uh, you know, funds that are invested in all of these different cryptocurrencies. Um, this is, seems to be mainly targeted at Bitcoin. So I think this is a, um, you know, baby steps. This is, this is the SEC dipping their toe in to cryptocurrency and sort of figuring out how would it work if you want to start trying to regulate this in some way. Right, exactly. All right, Dan. Well, we appreciate the time. We are uh, out and about today at Sugar Fire, as we talked about earlier. And we thank you for the time. We'll, we'll catch up with you next Tuesday. Thanks, guys. Enjoy some barbecue for me. All right. Take care. All right. Sounds good. Mayor Lowry just leaving Sugar Fire. We're here. At the Carney Show is until 3 o'clock. And we were just talking about investing, which reminds me of money. We love to talk about money here. On the Carney Show, we want to invite you to go and meet our friends at Triad Bank. These are people that you can actually trust and get to know on a first-name basis. They are your community bank. They are there for you, whether you're thinking about starting a business. I mean, heck, we're sitting in a female-owned business 
And this was the dream that came true for five different women. This is all female owned. And if you need money to get your business started. Money! I, <laughs> Sorry. That made my ears bleed. But um, you <laughs> should go to Triad Bank because they can help you with that. Anything you might need, whether you're buying a home, buying a car, starting a small business, they can back you. Go in and see Jim Regna and his entire team live and local, just like the Big 550. For more, go to triadbanking.com. The Encore Consignment Galleries are under new... Barbecue song. Barbecue, barbecue, pumpkin. Pumpkin. Barbecue. 224, Sky Show from the brand new Sugar Fire in Florissant on Lindbergh. They invited, and it only took one ask, and we were packing. Like, Luis, get in the van, let's go. We've been invited to Sugar Fire. So here we are, grand opening of this one. They just cut the ribbon oh, probably 25 Five minutes ago. Um, and we're trying to get to most all of the owners, but a little difficult because there's a bunch. And, well, Johnny Lundup was here, so that took three slots. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, but a lot of people I recognize here. Many I don't, but one thing I notice they all have in common is they are all smiling. I got another email today um, from Walter Knoll, not addressed to me, just because I'm a customer, reminding me again very gently, you know, your anniversaries this weekend, I mean, they really protect you. You know, hey, don't forget your wife's birthday don't forget anniversary like yes i know but she's moved around in her job i don't know where to send the flowers so i think i might just have them brought to the house or i know the folks at walter Knoll. if i just tell them well it's one of those offices in barnes hospital they'll track it down find it get it to her when i ask them to but i want to want to do it right and they always ask when I get flowers for my wife, do you want to incorporate Gerber daisies? Oh, because that's her favorite. Yeah, but I told them that five years ago, and they remembered. I mean, they are yeah. sticklers for details. And you could tell with every arrangement you send or you receive that they do. And they only get the best. If you want some flowers that'll do and you want to save a lot of money... Hit a, hit a box door. But if you're going to go to the trouble to say, hey, I'm thinking about you, why don't you say I'm thinking about you a lot as opposed to, oh, yeah, I was looking for the remote. You popped into my head. You know, right. it's a little more meaningful. It's true. Check, check them out online, WKF.com. There you go. Mary Ortiz, who is, was the executive chef of Olivet. Were you not? Correct. And now you're just here or bouncing around? So uh, yes, sorry. Uh, I will start to uh, be uh, the executive chef here in uh, Florida. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're one of the uh, team, the female, all-female team that owns the Sugar Fire, right? Correct. Congratulations. How do you feel about oh, this? I'm super happy. This is like, uh, like a dream come true. Oh, good I'm for so you. happy uh, and so proud. Uh, uh, we are a messy team, 
we have amazing team and I feel like um, this is just the start of something amazing for all of us and this community. I'm super happy to uh, be proud of uh, Floristan because uh, all the people is very welcome and we feeling like very welcome here. Uh, we are all uh, of us feeling like we are in home. Yeah. And this is amazing start. I'm super happy and um, so proud of all my co-workers and yeah. my team. And with your, your upbringing, I, I would imagine you were exposed to very different food than working on a barbecue pit. Oh, yeah. We are very uh, particular. How did you end up going down the barbecue road? Well, when I started working in Sugar Fire, um, the owners... I'm sorry, working where? <laughs> Come on, say it. Sugar so, Fire. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, oh, Sugar Fire. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, um, I'm super um, happy to start working with this company because the owners, they are amazing people. And one of the um, amazing things about this company is that they give us of the opportunity for uh, put our um, how would I say um, creativity. Yeah. And that was amazing because in another restaurant, you know, always is like you have to follow uh, certain times um, recipes. And here in uh, Sugar Fire. Um, the owner, they are amazing, and they trust us, and they give us the, the freedom for make whatever we want to make. Get as creative and as you exactly. want. Yeah. Charlie exactly. Downs and his wife were just behind you, unbeknownst to you, as he was walking out, and he was like, she's fantastic, Aww. pointing at you. So I think that the feeling is mutual. Yeah. Aww. It's nice to have someone yes, like nice. that on your side, because yeah. he knows the biz. Now, where have you cooked before you came to Sugar Fire? Well, I was, uh, before Sugar Fire, I was working in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh-huh. I was working for Bravo Italian Restaurant. Oh, yeah. So you were doing Italian food? Uh, yeah. Now correct. barbecue. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Any more on the checklist? Do you want to, like, work on a, uh, have a Chinese restaurant or maybe a Mexican restaurant, possibly? Well, the, the amazing thing is in Sugar Fire is that um, we can make whatever we want there like i don't have to go out to the yeah, sugar good, fire I good can, point exactly i can make in sugar fire have the freedom to make uh, mexican food chinese food or both together why not or american food together with um, um i don't know indian food like we are um the freedom for have a, uh, to make the creativity that, that we want to do and this is the best part like we don't have to go nowhere yeah when right. the place where we are we can make whatever we we want give here. it if it's in your brain and you're thinking of it you can just exactly. give it a try and see exactly. how it goes take it for a test flight i just exactly. popped into my head uh-oh now hear me out miriam uh-huh pulled pork tamale oh my god amazing Let's, i love it have you done it already Yes, an olive. <laughs> I made before an olive. Can I order one now? Of course, I will. I will make you. <laughs> oh I will no, make you. I not. love pork tamale. I could not be happier for you, and just watching you walk amongst this crowd, and the smile on your face. Even now, you're just Thank beaming. You. 
I'm so, so happy. Congratulations. So, thank and you. You've got your banner on that says North County on it. And, uh, oh, yeah. And what, what, tell us about that. Well, this is the, the part of the when we cut the, the, ribbon. the ribbon. I thought exactly. you won a beauty pageant because you're beautiful <laughs> on the <laughs> outside, you. too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's you. what I thought. I thought you won. I thought you won something. But I just <laughs> said that Julie would have slapped yeah, this me. Is I would have. I would have. Well, to say, no, people don't usually walk around with that on. But that's today. <laughs> she is. You know, well, I'm not surprised. I just wear but, it on the weekends, but, but I have one. I don't want to know. We're so happy for you. Congratulations! And Thank I can you so see much. just the the glow and the beam about you that you're just so happy and so I'm thrilled so and satisfied with this opportunity. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys, for coming and for support us. Thank you so much. We Absolutely. will be back. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, let's go to the KTRS Traffic Center now. I know Captain Paul has a look at the roads for you. And, Julie, it's the calm after a storm of crashes <laughs> this morning. The roadways are in much better shape right now. In fact, we're accident-free. There is a stalled vehicle on 64 East before Hampton. The eastbound 64 exit to southbound 270 is closed due to a stalled car. And there's a stalled car on the shoulder on 64 West past Lindbergh. Otherwise, traffic is running mostly clear. From the KTRS Traffic Center, I'm Captain Paul Kopsky on the Big oh. 550 KTRS. Hey, I saw I'm working on it uh, on Friday. I guess because it ran over the weekend. And here we are at Tuesday, and I bet Stuart is already collecting stuff for his show, Mortgages and More. I think that's why when you listen to the show, it's like, oh, well, that's new. I just read about that in the paper this week. Yeah, he's in top. Yeah, I said paper. I know. On your online news source, whatever. Your, with your spatial computing. And I just love the story, too, that several listeners on the text line told us we called him because we wanted to refinance. And he said, yeah, I can handle it. We can do this, 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 and this. And like five minutes in the conversation, he just kind of passively said, well, I can't bring you the papers now because I'm in Jerusalem. Well, he's back now. But he's already working on it. Yeah. And now he's back, so he's ready to set you up. Find out what he could do for you financially. Easy peasy. 314-324-4440 or online at stewartsamc.com. KTRS Sports with Martin Kilcoyne. Presented by Offenberg Hyundai and Triad Bank. We're having a great time. We are at the brand new Sugar Fire in Florissant. And uh, Julie Buck got the seat by the door. I did. <laughs> but I've got a great coat on. So, That's you true. Know, I brought my gloves. But it's a white coat at a barbecue restaurant. Again. I'll take my chances Come with on. this kind of temperature. Come I'll on, just go ahead lady. and be warm. A lot of football at the Carney household. As I mentioned earlier, I'm stunned. My wife has now become such a Cowboys fan. She's screaming at the TV. Well, it's better than you. And cussing. Screaming at you and no, cussing at you. I, I know. But, <laughs> I mean, I love my 49ers and have my whole life. She couldn't. She didn't know where the Cowboys played a year ago. But I don't know. Mark Kilcoin probably had a very busy weekend as well with all hands on deck in the sports department at the Two Fox. Hi, Marty. Hi guys, I I just I hate to do it to Julie being a Dallas fan and the Carney kids being Dallas fans, 
I couldn't enjoy anything more than Dallas and Jerry Jones getting it shoved in their face by my Green Bay Packers. So there, I'll claim them now. Well, at least someone was happy because I know Max wasn't. No, no, Miami. I don't think I didn't anticipate Miami winning in Kansas City, but I also didn't anticipate the Packers winning. Dallas is a giant soap opera. It always is. It's good for ratings. It's good for talk shows. I just don't know if it's good for football. And I think that's the question. Somebody's got to get the Jared Jones and talk about his Dallas Cowboys and just say maybe you got to be less of a soap opera. He loves all the nonsense. Oh, he arrives by helicopter at the stadium before the games. Like he helicopters. Don't in. you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, only when I'm I, traveling I, with Carney. We all, we got uh, uh, we got. I told my Jerry Jones story on TV the other night when I finally said, enough of this guy. It's during the relocation discussion for the Rams. We all knew they were probably moving, but we were still going to all these owners' meetings. I'm in Chicago. I get Jerry Jones in the parking lot. My photographer, we see him come out of the door. My photographer said, you think he'll talk? I said, it's Jerry Jones. He's going to talk. I said, hey, Jerry, how you doing? Before you get in your stretch level here, real quick, right from St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis, I, I love the football Cardinals. I'd go to the old Bush Stadium. I lived in Springfield, Missouri. Goes on this huge diatribe. How much you love St. Louis? A week later, I'm Oakland? in Oxnard, California, Oxnard, California. All the L.A. reporters, they said, well, Los Angeles is where the Rams are from. And I used to live in Los Angeles. Said, oh, my God, he's a chameleon. Oh, well, I, I get it. I get it a little too soon for Martin Kilcoin. Well, it's like when you go to see a band and they come out and say, hey, it's back, great to be back here in Cleveland. Right. Thank and you, St. Louis. They're not. They're in Kansas City. Um, <laughs> several uh, um, football things to pour over. Um, I'll start with the offbeat because that's my specialty. A wife shared a bingo drinking game that she made up based on her husband's reactions while watching the Dallas Cowboy game. <laughs> Mackenzie Waters posted a video of her playing the bingo game along with all the things that her husband does while watching the Cowboys play. Her bingo card included reactions like touchdown gesture, quiet clap, head tilt, crawls, saying, let's go, yes, let's go. And the NFL commented on the video saying, we want to play too. So did they really? Yeah. So apparently those were the reactions. Bill did you Belichick say crawl? like crawl. crawl on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> so Bill Belichick. I think they're both drinking in this game, Martin. Uh, they are saying uh, possibly he might wear a cowboy hat soon. Well, Bill Belichick's the free agent in coaching. I do wonder, you know, he's 71. He's had some bad seasons. I was wondering, he's obviously highly decorated. Is the market, does every team want him? Maybe not every team, but at least a few. He's already interviewed with the Atlanta Falcons. They've got a lot of talent. They've got a rich owner. They don't have a quarterback, which is sort of an issue. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, as I don't think they've fired Mike McCarthy yet, have they? I see all the headlines saying, Will Belichick go to Dallas? And if I'm Mike McCarthy, I'm like, dude, I didn't get fired yet. But would Bill Belichick be able to coexist with Jerry? It would be the same as 20 years ago. They tried it with Bill Parcells. Uh, it feels like a Jerry kind of move. But the football insiders say Belichick would be a better fit in Atlanta. I don't know. But it does appear the hoodie will be coaching again. That's one thing that seems for sure. But in Dallas, yeah. it would be great for the, the soap opera aspect. I think it, it kind of would be. The hoodie will be coaching again. Jerry would say, I do all the talking around here. Don't you worry about it. 
I um, also in the NFL, a little uh, shakeup for the Eagles other than the loss, and that was Jason Kelsey more than alluding to the fact that he's going to retire. Yeah, they said uh, Kelsey retired, and we can't blame Taylor Swift. It was not Travis that everybody thought was going to walk away. Yeah, Jason Kelsey, he's been doing it a long time, six-time pro bowler. He's been pretty beat up. I think people thought this would be his last year, and he looked pretty emotional. He was walking off the field. They had all this footage online, and he stopped to talk to some Eagles fans, and I thought, that's pretty cool. Even after a terrible loss, your career's probably over. He stops to say hi. And then I saw another one that his family was, it was his family. I thought, oh, okay, well, now I know why he stopped. Spent right. so much time with him. It was actually his family. But, yeah, well, at least his mom retire. will have more free time, right? Because she's been running yeah. around, you know, watching both boys. Mama Kelsey can focus now on her beloved Chiefs. And I'm telling you, remember last year when they said, a couple of players said, oh, the NFL is scripted. And people are like, yeah, right, yeah, right. And then I see Patrick Mahomes, his first ever road playoff game is going to be against the Bills Sunday night in Buffalo. I'm like, okay, maybe it is scripted because that's just too good to be true. First ever road playoff game for Mahomes, Bills and Chiefs. I love our game, Packers and 49ers. That's on Saturday night on Fox, 7 o'clock from San Francisco against John's Niners. But, boy, that Sunday game, Nance and Romo, they might have to give Tony the decaf. Yeah, they might have to. He gets a little wound up. I want to throw Max a bone because he's always a good sport. That uh, Peacock reports it's the most streamed event ever, that Chiefs-Dolphins uh, game. 23 million people tuned in. Wow. 22 million will be canned services this week. I wonder but... <laughs> what the what the outcome will be of that. I bet they will get people that will just forget to cancel and stick with it. And I guess it's only six bucks a month or something. So a lot of the uproar, I think, wasn't about the six bucks. It's just about the NFL constantly splitting the pie into bigger pieces, always making you pay for this, pay for that. Oh, you don't have NFL Network? Well, that's where we're going to put games. Oh, you don't have Amazon? Then you can't watch the Thursday game. They're constantly doing this. I think that was the bigger complaint. Charles Barkley called them a bunch of greedy pigs. But I do think if you're Peacock, it's probably worth the headache. How about Mike Tirico, the announcer, had to do that game. NBC might need a few more football announcers. Mike Tirico no did the game Saturday in Kansas City and the game in Detroit on Sunday night. I couldn't believe that was him. I thought, I thought, is that him again? And I guess, yeah, they, hopefully they flew him private from one place to another. Yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't think he had his Southwest card standing in line. But still, you know, and you've seen Joe do the prep for games. I mean, it's a lot of information lot. to kind of, like, digest and then to go back to back. I'm not saying it's a uh, cure for cancer. But still, that was, in, that was impressive but also surprising that they didn't have anybody else who could do it. And present companies sibling excluded i think mike tarico is the best out there besides joe i really enjoy his broadcasting well, he's very so. smooth he's really smooth yeah and and you hear him on golf and other sports he does a lot of stuff even with the masters on the radio he's yeah i think he's a he's like joe he's a natural talent and they can just yeah. kind of you almost can plug those guys into any booth any sport and it just sounds like a bigger game, or it sounds like a bigger deal. I mean, NBC hey, two, went from Bob Costas to Tarico, and Al Michaels was doing games in between. But Tarico is kind of their Costas, where they'll have them hosting Olympics, they'll have them calling big games, and that's a pretty good run when you go from Costas to Tarico. 
It is. Too early to sweat it, but I am starting to spritz a little as a Blues fan with another loss to the Flyers over the weekend, 4-2. to two. Is there cause for concern, Captain Sports? I think what we're seeing is the original, the Bannister bump. The new coach comes in, Drew Bannister, and everyone said, oh, this happened. Where do you guys get you fire the names? The, team, the Bannister bump was 5-1. and one. They won five of their first six. Since then, they've gone three, four, and two. So things have kind of leveled off. I think they're just kind of who they are. And somewhere, Craig Berube at the end of the year will say, see, that's just who they are. Doesn't matter who the coach is. They're just pretty inconsistent. And they had a tough homestand against a lot of good teams. They lost last night against Philadelphia. And then they lost Saturday, which was a fun game. It was against the Boston Bruins, who were really good. They tied it, forced overtime, but then lost in OT. So they've played better the last month. But for the most part, they're a 500-type team, which means you win one and you lose one. And it's going to be tough to get into the playoffs with that formula. And I think the banister bump was between the hustle and the electric slide. <laughs> so if you want to put a time frame. Oh, on. you're going to put that in my brain, and it's never going to go away. Dun, 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 Are you dun, doing dun. more sports later we'll on, be on this we'll frequency? Be on yeah, we're on TV tonight, and uh, we're hyping up that Packers-Niners game. We've got two basketball games tonight. There is no kill coin conversation. Uh, adjust your dials accordingly. Mizzou basketball tonight. <laughs> Six o'clock start. They are down at Alabama, Mizzou, and the Crimson Tide. Billikens are on the road taking on Dayton. That's a tough one every year for the Bills. So a lot of college basketball on tap tonight. And I'm not sure if it's tonight or tomorrow, but we have a great story about Centralia, Illinois. I'm sure they're listening to the Big 550 up there. They have a great basketball tradition for the high school team. They built a new gym, and they have a raffle for season tickets. And my colleague, Kevin Ryans, went up there and got the experience. The whole town goes to the games. They started the year 18-0. and 0, And some of these season ticket holders are 86 and 96 years old. It's really cool. It's like the whole town oh, wow. comes out for the games. And not to correct you, but this is a co-coin conversation. This is true. We, who needs the six? We have, yeah. This has been a very yeah. special bank conversation. For all your banking needs, you know where to go. They're on Clayton Road. In Frontenac, they have that second location on Olive, just west of 270, or on the web, it's triadbanking.com. They've been around since 2005. When I say the neighborhood-friendly bank, think about your banking experience, whether it's as a business owner or just having a checking account. You go in, is anybody there to help you? Are they happy to help you? My guess is maybe not. Triad Bank truly is the neighborhood-friendly bank. Stop by and see them in person or online. Buddy, thanks much. 249. We got a little time left, and we'll spend it here at the Sugar Fire and Fluorescent, where I recommend you point yourself, I don't know, now. We'll be back. Wiener. I love, I love barbecue. No idea. Barbecue, barbecue. About barbecuing. <laughs> True story. There are, you've heard them. Right here, you're welcome. We're at the new Sugar Fire, which you will find in Florissant on uh, Lindbergh. And I'll tell you, it's right off Graham and Lindbergh, just probably less than a half block from, yeah. that, from that intersection. And I imagine midday, all you have to do is roll the window down just a bit. I know it's cold, but just a bit. Then you'll smell a rib tip or some chicken or pulled pork. You'll know where to go. Mm-hmm. And look for the line, too. Two weeks 
it's been open. Veronica, have you made your money back yet? <laughs> Close. No. <laughs> but the neighborhood has been very great. We're super happy to be here. Veronica Schuster is the director of hospitality, and we've gotten to most everybody. It's hard to keep track when we go on a remote, and obviously when we want to talk to the people that run the business. But is there five of you or six of you? There's five, five of us. us. Yeah. So. Okay, I'm just trying to keep it all straight. And are you Gina? Ah, Gina. Look Gina at that. with the cute sweater. I've already asked her where she got it. It, is, it is a really uh-huh. cute sweater. Thank you. So, uh, so what are you thinking, kids? Have you had the, oh my God, of what what have I got myself into? Or just there's no stopping us. No stopping us. No stopping us. us. Yeah. We love it. We love it. Yeah. So, are you both here each and every day? Me, no. I have been. My you teammates have. Yeah. have. Yes. Yeah. So. And you, you look at the number of people that have come in, and I would think a lot of businesses are like, oh, yeah, most places have that novelty uh, honeymoon for a couple of weeks, and then it kind of dies down. But if you look at the Sugar Fire brand, it has that, wild interest in the beginning but it never goes away at all yeah that's our goal that's our goal our goal is to serve great barbecue to every county and city i think absolutely (laughs) well i heard your world domination is next right (laughs) that's right and you guys have been involved with the company for such a long time so you know what to expect and what to do uh and one of the things that Sugar Fire is really good at, one of many things, is entrenching themselves in whatever community they find themselves. Absolutely. I have not found a friendlier town than Florissant, and I really mean that. So true. Just amazing. So plans for that of things you plan you're going to do with Florissant? Absolutely. Anything and everything. You know, one of the reasons why I love working for the company is because we are so community forward. So... Being involved in every community we're in is one of our biggest yep. things. Yep. One of my favorites, too, obviously. Yeah. So. And they have their festivals, and I know you guys have lots of tents with your name on it. Yes. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because see, you're all, you know what? I don't think Florson has a barbecue festival. Hmm. Well. You should talk to Mike about that. Is that an opportunity? That, that is an opportunity that sounds fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Michael ran through. I'm pretty sure I saw him run through yeah. here for a he minute. He was here. Yeah. And, I mean, I know they have man meets here, and those guys yeah. are so friendly. So friendly. And yeah. Bob and Holly, they're awesome. Yeah. Maybe we can collaborate with them on doing a festival or something. Yeah, that would be fun. That'd be really dope. This is so exciting, and certainly the support you've gotten. But not a big venue. You can't see 50 people in here. Mm-mm. So what are you anticipating as far as the percentage of carryout? Uh, it's going to be a lot more is what yeah. we figured out. Right. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, warmer weather, we'll have outdoor seating. Uh, oh, that's fun. We're going to add delivery soon um, once we kind of get the staff trained, you know, and everything. How's that going with the staffing? Is it great? It we're is. We're so lucky. Why are you staff. all able to manage this so much better than everywhere else? Because it feels <laughs> like you can. Because you're women. Well, I know. <laughs> well, other than the obvious. Yeah. Uh, I think we have a really great culture. You know, we're also, you know, we're very focused on having a great, you know, safe and happy workplace for people. So I think that 
once people come in, they automatically feel comfortable, I'm hoping, anyway. Um, and that's kind of what we try to create for everyone involved, our guests coming in the door, everyone who works for the company, just warm and welcoming. So that's great. We yeah. like to have fun. Yeah. And every lady brings a different area of expertise to the table, which yes. is yes. amazing in and of itself. But how often will we find the five of you sitting down at a table and talking about what's going on? I mean, once things slow down, hopefully we'll have like a happy hour or Absolutely. something. <laughs> Drink some champagne or something. We, we definitely try to come together once yeah. every 10 days just to regroup. Well, I don't work in the restaurant, right? So I'm just here to help and support them any way I can. That's awesome. She's a great part Business of this level. So. Well, there are going to be a lot of happy meetings. I know there's a lot of happy customers. Thank you for having us. Thank, Thank you. you for being here. We've had so congratulations, much, so much Thank fun. Thank you so much. Thank you guys you. are awesome. And so many supportive friends showing up as well. Many of them new. Louise, thanks for pushing Louise. all the buttons. Thank thanks you so much. Louise set a record for the most macaroni and cheese balls consumed in a single <laughs> city. Nice. Max, even though you didn't get any, we were thinking about you the whole time. Thanks for your help. We're back in the studio tomorrow. Much to do, including a ride on the elevator. Come see the new Sugar Fire and Florissant. For Julie Buck, I'm John Carney. Thanks for listening. <laughs>